0: Welcome to the Evolution Exchange Australia podcast. We're bringing together the best technical leaders from across the industry to discuss passions, challenges and ideas. I'm Mira and I connect businesses with talented contractors in the Sydney market. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Evolution Exchange. Today I'm joined by David from NRI and Kiang from Ona to discuss retaining top tech talent. Before we dive into the topic, I'll get you both to introduce yourselves. So, Kiang, if you wanted to start things off for us, please.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Kiang. I'm the founder, CEO of Owner, a early education software built here in Australia for pretty much any childcare centers here in Australia. I'm a techie by trade, uh, I still code, I've been doing it for 20 plus years. And um, I guess I'm here today to share my wisdom on retaining tech talent.
0: Amazing. Thank you. And David?
2: Hi, my name is uh, David Mousseau, I work for NRI Australia New Zealand, Um, I'm a passionate uh, project manager, uh, filling a role as a senior project manager there. Um, I really enjoy getting the best out of my my teams that I work with, uh, seeing what drives them, um, getting that motivation and engagement to deliver really good outcomes.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. And we'll jump into the discussion for today. And firstly, how do we actually define what top tech talent is? Given people don't necessarily work in silos in this day and age, does this always mean having purely excellent tech skills puts individuals at top tech talent? Or is it contextual to an organization? Or is it actually a blend of a few things that an organization wants to retain?
2: I can go. Um... To be top talent it's not it's not purely just a, a a technical thing i think it's people that um that can drive the technical side but also have a a good people social skills aspect to them so those so soft skills being able to pick up a specific problem or um outcome that needs to be done running with that outcome and deliver that uh to a to a label um that is required to um, keep the project or the work piece that you were um, uh, going at the, at the specific rate so that that's um that's really a a, a, a two skill part of it so in, and it depends on what the expectation is from that organization so what are you trying to to achieve is it it purely just a technical um aspect or do you want somebody that can sort of run with a piece of work and you just know that they'll be able to to deliver on what what needs to be delivered
1: yeah i agree with david there um i guess when you look at top tech talent um i think david talking just then defining that role so if you need someone to come in to solve a particular issue that i guess other staff members, other techies in the the organization might not be able to solve. And you just need, a, I, don't know, I guess, a, a gun developer to come in and write some superb algorithm that, that sorts out um, that particular issue. Then that, that could be top tech, tech talent as well. Um, but the way I like to view it is more so what David said, it's a, a two-pronged approach, right? So it's not just being able to have that skill uh, to be able to solve that problem, but being able to, uh, you know, have that, Great tech talent and um, all that—that problem-solving skill. but At the same time, the communication aspect, being able to work with a broader team, being able to pick up a project, pick up a project, analyze it, be able to, uh, you know, other than other than develop a solution for it, get other team members to to um, be involved in that that problem-solving area as well. And that's the way I view top tech talent It's not just a great. To build coming in, doing doing do what they need to be uh, need to do, uh, but being able to you know work with within the wider team because not just going to be working with I guess other developers or other uh, coders so to speak, but also you know support staff, customer service staff. Being able to I guess you know branch out and, and communicate effectively I guess, with the the um, other resources within the company as well. And that's the way I view top Tech to going
0: Yeah,
2: I see that 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 can morph into a situation and 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 give you that that output resolve um resolve that 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 problem that you're trying to to solve
1: right yeah yeah and sometimes it's hard because you know without without pigeonholing um pigeonholing um um um, software developers or tech talent you know there there is that that mindset there's some of these um i guess individuals have that mindset whereby it's just Straight in front of the computer, I'm doing my thing here. I don't need to get involved with all of these other stuff. That's just what I'm going to focus on. I want to solve that problem and that's it. And that's the stuff that, um, yes, it's great, but it might not necessarily be great for the organisation as a whole. And I guess from a, a business point of view, you know, I'm, I want that as well. But at the same time, I want that that, that individual to also, I guess, expand their horizon and not just focus on that on that one issue.
0: Yeah. Do so you think sometimes like those gun engineers, If they don't have those sort of soft skills and, you know, ability to work with the team, they're kind of just straight-minded and like, I'm going to get this project done and this piece of work, it could actually kind of almost have a bit of a negative impact on the team, do you think?
1: I think so. I think so. I've seen that that happen, you know, plenty of times. Uh, Not in our organisation at the moment, but my previous workplace and so forth. I've seen that happen, you know, where sometimes they do think that they... They're the be all and all um and you know they, they just they just take a step back and and um i guess you know just take a step back from that and, and try to envisage the, the, the bigger picture not just that that um i guess you know seeing the the forest from the tree so to speak yeah yeah definitely it, and
2: I, I think sometimes when you, when you get those individuals they they sort of superstars technology wise um but they like lack, lack that 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 social interaction and then it's it's just finding what's the the right niche to swap them in so do you still draw on that that aspect that they're really good at so, and, and and that to me comes down to sort of understanding that individual uh, how do they operate what's their strong points and sort of um try and 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 block where where they've got uh, maybe potentially some social issues or, or interaction issues with, with other with other team members just finding that 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 niche slot where they can uh slip in and give you a a really good, uh, good outcome again.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's, yeah, finding everyone's strengths and sort of playing on that um, for sure. And I suppose like, why, why do we think like top talent leave an organization, even when they are receiving like proper recognition, they're working on interesting projects, Um, they're receiving, you know, appropriate rewards. Could it be like competitive salaries or any other benefits? Like why, why do you think top tech talent still leaves? It's
1: it's a tough one. Um, Yeah, the the way I uh, I've got one at the moment. So just just uh, I guess speaking on on experience, I I have one at the moment where I have a staff member who resigned recently or who just resigned. Um, Sometimes the role that you might have in a particular company might not be suited for that particular individual. So in my experience, for my um, in, in my experience, for my particular company, uh, you know, I had a um, a technical BA, joined the team uh, um, and I'm a person that likes to give individual chances, um, so this person came into the organisation, uh, we didn't have that particular role at that point in time, so we went down the path of giving a software engineering type role and they flourished in it, they, they'd, um, you know, um, being, being a top tech talent, you know, they flourished in it, they enjoyed it, at the same time their heart wasn't in the coding side of things it's more so in the the business analyst type of thing uh type type of role you know analyzing you know what needs to be done you know gathering requirements and that kind of stuff so you know we didn't have that position available um then we probably don't have that to a degree at this point in time as well um so for i guess for that particular individual um to grow and to grow professionally and to expand their horizon you know that could Fury stay here and trade for another couple of years. Uh, but at the same time, there are plenty of different positions out there, different positions, different challenging positions as well, where you can grow professionally. And that sometimes happens. And it, it's happened for us, uh, whereby this particular individual has decided to, I guess, leave to pursue that other aspect of, of her career.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a very good point. It's sort of that that opportunity that's sort of sitting there in the market, and, and people see that and say, "Oh, maybe maybe that's that's more more aligned to where I want to go with my career or where my ambitions." Um, sort of focusing. Uh, I, I also think that um, a lot of the time they say, um, every everybody's got a got a a, a need to, to feel like I'm valued or I'm adding value, and. I think sometimes in in really large organisations, um, we sort of forget forget that. So we provide them with the good salary, we provide them with the uh, flexible working hours, um, but that 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 outcome or or what value I'm am I actually driving by the stuff that I'm delivering that sometimes is lacking, or or not communicated back into um, into the individual. So I think it's always good to have that that communication loop back especially from if you're sort of working within a, a client supplier basis um getting that feedback back to the individual developers um so that they also know okay what what value am I am I, am I bringing to this organization am I making a, an actual change doing some good in the in the world rather than just oh, I've got all this code uh the company is getting a lot of money sort of charging me out we and, and things are going well but I but I I'm doing something that, that's that's making a difference what yeah, I mean, you
1: reckon? To, to touch on that, I, I look back at what I did in my career, early in my career. I, you um, know, after probably working in a, a couple of um, um, organisations at the start for, I guess, like, quite a substantial amount of time, I started job hopping. I, I just went in that routine whereby I, I did maybe six months here or a year here or maybe 18 months and I'll, I'll hop onto the, the next position. And when I look back at it... Um, you now I, I thought why did I do that um and I, a lot of it came down to I guess sometimes what I was working on what I wanted to work on that I wasn't able to um other than you know obviously trying to upskill myself and and, and explore different um um different passions and so forth um it it always came back down to not not enjoying the the project i was working on or not feeling a a sense of purpose as to you know yes i'm writing some software that does this and that but not enjoying it not not um i guess getting the recognition sometimes i think you you mentioned that just then david Um, and you know a couple of things added up to a recognition but also working on on different projects that i I probably didn't um, have a passion for Um, but once i started Finding that passion, what I wanted to work on, what I enjoy working on, you know, I I felt that the my drive started to change a lot as well. I didn't I didn't hop from job to job. I focused more on on, on growing the company, at not just the project itself, but helping the company grow as well. Uh, because it, it, I found I found a um, an area, a particular um, thing that I really loved working on, and that kind of made me want to stay longer than than I did previously with other roles. Yeah, I think that that,
2: that sense of belonging, that, it, it sort of that comes through in your your in your comment as well. Um, yeah, yeah, which is part of that experience within an organisation. So what what is what is my experience there? Am I am I enjoying what I'm doing? Uh, um, uh, am I a good cultural fit for that organisation? Do they sort of have my bad, the same values as what I'm sort of having? I think that that's also quite important in mm. in retaining any any person within an organisation. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned the word a uh, cult- uh, cultural fit, and that's important. That's important. And you know, running a company at the moment, I'm trying to, I'm trying to develop a culture. Of, and not just, not just from a, a tech by point of view, but for you know, company wide, trying to create that culture whereby everyone gets along, everyone enjoys coming to work, everyone feels like they they're contributing, and then also you know, getting recognition for it as well. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, if that is not communicated. Correctly or not communicated at all, that's when I guess top tech talent might, um, might look at um, you know, elsewhere. You the, the 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 passion might be green on the other side, um, and something like, yeah. else they, they look at.
0: What in both your experience, like, have you done when you've had a top tech talent, top engineer, to actually retain them in that case? Like from your experience, I to to me, it's sort of
2: comes really down to getting to know those individuals um not, not not just the top talent but also also the other the 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 taste the, the the junior developer coming in the the ba that's that sort of working okay so really really understanding what what's what's their drivers are they are they sort of externally or internally motivated um where, where are they at their stage in life are they sort of focused on their on their kids that's just been born or um but sort of looking towards retirement it, it's it's if, if you if you get to know the person you can understand where their needs are and and what motivates and drives them um and you can then focus on that to help put them in the spots or, or positions within your within your teams to then draw the the best out of them that, that that's sort of the the approach that i've always taken with with, with my groups and and I find that works quite well even with with your difficult guys where you've got the, the the really hard techie that just wanna sit in code, I don't wanna write documentation, I don't wanna do, do testing, I just wanna cut code. I I, I love that. And then maybe <laughs> tying them up with, with another person that sort of likes doing that documentation and, and sort of pull the best strength and just just get that person to provide input. So so to me it, it really comes down to understanding that individual or, or is um, to see what 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 are their drivers? What is what are their their buttons to push to get get the best out of them?
1: Yeah, I mean, from my business owner point of view, again, I always look back at at what I did uh, when I was working for you know uh, um, other companies and so forth, and, and what motivated me to want to to go on above and beyond, and and obviously what didn't motivate me to go above and beyond. Um, and I try to use those experiences to, I guess, foster that in my employees. So, um, you know, again, a lot of it, David had mentioned already, you know, just try to understand that individual and uh, see where they're at, uh, what they want to do, what they want to, um, get better at and, you know, what do they like doing and so, and so forth as well. So trying to mitigate a lot of that, what do they like doing, but that's not saying, that's not saying, you know because they don't like doing it, we're going to stop them from doing it. It's not the yep. case at all. Well. We want to be able to get them to change that mindset as well. Um, a great thing is developers don't like writing documentation. We all know that. I don't like writing documentation. Uh, but in saying that, like we don't want to foster that mindset as well and to say, yep, you shouldn't be writing documentation because you're a developer, you don't like it. You <laughs> Try to encourage it somehow. But um, again, that's that's what we that's what we as managers try to do, it might not always work, but yeah, that's the stuff that we need to try to do to to again uh I guess make the individual grow. And you know, we wanna we want those individuals that work for us to grow as well. We don't want them to uh, you know, come into a come into our organization, do their thing and and not feel a sense of achievement. Um, if we can help them achieve certain areas that they're weak at, you know that 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 would help. At the same time, we want to encourage the stuff that they're good at. At the same time we also want to help any deficiencies that they might have as well and again i try to do that i don't know how well i do it but that's <laughs> the stuff that we are trying to foster in, in my in my team
0: that's great and I, I know you mentioned it both before but just like the i think even just recognition like how powerful that can be and it's like a free thing to do and it just you know really adds i think quite a lot of value to day-to-day work if you you know you're actually getting recognized to what you're doing so
1: that's spot on we had a um we had a a, a company service, uh, and raniton came out as a um as a i guess a top priority for, for um employees so you know, not just a a um i guess you know a slack message you've done a, a great job but you know, perhaps perhaps more of a public recognition you know um, even a a face-to-face conversation you know you're doing well i think that really helps it drives employees it again it's not it's not a monetary thing it's just more so a a a communication um um, thing that doesn't cost much but at the same time it 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 does wonders in terms of uh, morale and and um i guess you know productivity as well for employees yeah
2: i I think especially the face-to-face i i find that quite valuable way more than a than a linkedin message are quite Great achievement, sort of, but for that face-to-face from a from a from a manager to to an employee, I think that, that that's always value because that's got that that personal interaction.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, Even if it's just good. like yeah, a passing comment, like you know, oh, great work the other day on that. It, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I've, um, it, it I've does a lot.
2: On this and and really awesome job. And what else are you currently working on? so Just just and it's again showing that, that interest, sharing that interest in the other in, in in the individual, which which makes people feel valued. Everybody likes to be valued, so that, that personal aspect, I think it's a, it's a good way to go about it.
0: A hundred percent. Thanks, David. And as well, are we focusing too much on retaining top tech talent in an era of star shortages rather than nurturing and mentoring those that can help fill the void in the near future? I know with top tech talent looking around since they've always got opportunities in abundance for them. Should we start to focus on how to acquire top tech talent if the ones that you have don't want to hang around?
1: Yeah, I mean the, the way I see it at the moment is uh, everyone has a staff shortage at the moment, not just here in Australia, but obviously worldwide. Um, I guess from my point of view, being a, I guess, a small tech company, we're never going to compete with the likes of, say, Google, Apple, uh, Amazon, and that kind of stuff. So a lot of top tech talent would be striving towards, you know, one of their ambitions would be to work for one of these big tech companies. Um, you know, we... As a company we're never going to be able to compete with that in terms of salary in terms of um you know perhaps prestige as well um you know we're never going to be able to compete with that so i you know i, I don't go out looking for those individuals uh, what i try to do is you know grow I- individuals so i take on board a lot of um, junior you know mid mid-tier uh developers um I try to nurture them. I try to grow them. I try to um, you know in, instill that mindset in them to uh, work at the level that we would like them to, but also at the same time share that that um, the goal of the company, share what our vision for the company, what we want to do. because uh, again, our I guess our company is obviously different to big tech when I mean, we're not big tech, but at the same time we we offer interesting projects. We offer interesting, uh, ways of doing things, but also autonomy as well. You don't get that. You don't get that in larger organisation, and that's the stuff that um, I try to get through to um, individuals. Is you know, we, the big tech companies are not the might not be the be all end all for all developers. Every developers are, all developers are different, or all, all individuals are different, and you know the big tech might not be for you. Uh, whereas you know what we offer um, a place to grow, but at the same time where your input is valued but at the same time you have a um i guess a say in our roadmap and where the company's vision is heading towards in the future and that's just, that's the the i guess the idea that i'm trying to sell to you know, individuals who have come on board is you know be part of an organization where you do have a lot of say what you in what we are doing in the future
0: yeah and i think that was yeah, in obviously the recruitment process leading up to that, it's understanding like what that candidate is actually looking for in their next role, and I think that's important to get right before you bring someone in. Because of course, you know, someone who just wants to sit there code working like a big bank or something, and they, you know, don't want to kind of see the actual output of like a startup kind of company like yourself, it's not going to be the right right person, right?
1: Correct. Right. Right, and again, it's, and again, at the same time, a startup, a, a startup company, or, or you know, a scale-up company might not be right for an individual as well. They mm. might be more inclined to, um, you know, work at a, a large enterprise because they they, they come from that background. So every individual yeah. is different. Yeah, and that's the stuff that we try to work out um, during the hiring process.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think top talent can sometimes become a bottleneck as well. Um, a lot of the time, uh sort of especially in, in, in my space, um there, there's, there's quite a high reliance on, on those top talent individuals. Um everybody wants them on, on their projects or want to pull them into certain pieces of work and, and they become to become this bottleneck. So the upskilling of your of your teams or the, the focus on, on 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 the broader uh the broader team I think is very important to uh, basically do do two things one is to alleviate that um, that bottleneck of, of just having that that single individual or top talent person that everybody's trying to focus on to and and also it, it helps reduce the the pressure on that person because that that being such a in such high demand that person usually gets um, uh, quite strained and and uh, risk uh, burnout at, at, uh, at a certain point in time so by by sharing that that workload, sharing that skill set and, and and knowledge you uh, actually reducing your your company risk of maybe losing that that person uh going out uh to somewhere else um from a, a and and sort of trying to retain that ip more um more across the the whole group so there's there's definitely value in, in in upskilling and and you can even utilize that that top talent to maybe try and drive some of that upskilling within the team which, which still gives them ownership if they, if they may be very precious about that, that area where they, they're the, they're the top person. In. Does that make sense? Why am I just rambling?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're good. It does. Yeah, perfect. Um, and I suppose David, like it would be a bit of a different environment for yourself, like for NRI, do you bring in sort of that junior mid-level that King was saying where you sort of build them up or is it a different environment where you do sort of need Quite strong it, talent from the get-go
2: um so from an eyesight, um it, it it varies there's there's definitely there's, there's a very um big driver for uh, bringing in um juniors so so we've, we've got a there's, there's a driver uh junior program and there's also then depending on the on the needs of, of um the different projects that we're working on we, we will go out and, and look for very specific individuals um uh n r i's got a very broad range of um work that they do right from uh technical consulting straight through to uh, service management um open in infrastructure and i t space so so it, it, it varies on 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 the on the requirement but yeah that that driver to to upskill people is definitely, is definitely there
0: yeah perfect do you have like when you're bringing in more junior for the both of you like a plan to kind of nurture and mentor them to become hopefully that top tech talent?
1: That's my goal. My goal is to, you know, grow that that individual. Um, you know, yes, we can solve that issue from day one, hiring someone who's, you know, we're gonna pay through the the uh, the T4 um and and you know he'll come in and and you know hit the ground running and, and, and I guess be confident from, from day one. Um the other aspect is you know, do we look at um, hiring someone who's, uh might not have the necessary skill set, uh, but have that drive? For me, it's always about attitude. Skills, we can teach. Attitude, we can't. Right? So yep. it's, you know, attitude is something that you can't teach anyone. Yeah, Yes, they can get better at certain things or their attitude might change. But generally, if you have the attitude, you have it. You don't need to be taught it. You don't need to be trained in that. You know, you, you have it and if you have that attitude that's what i'm looking for when i'm when i'm I'm hiring is that individual who just yeah wants to wants to learn wants to get better because they know they might not have that that um i guess that skill set at this point in time uh but you know give them a year two years three years whatever the case might be if they have the drive if they have the passion you know, they're, they're, they're the individuals that we want. And, you know, we always have a, we have a saying here, you know, we, we don't hire on skills, we hire on, on attitude. And that's what we look for every time we hire.
0: And how about yourself, David?
2: Um, I, I, I think um, what Ken just just mentioned around attitude, I think that that's that's really important. Um, person with the right attitude can, can go very far. Uh, even if they don't have the the right text uh, text set at the start, you can like, like you said, you can always learn that. Um, but if you got that individual that says, "Well, I've, I've got no idea how to do this, but I'll, I'll f- mm. find out," that that's the person that you want. Yeah, that's the one that you want to want to nourish and, and 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 cultivate within your organization and, and grow. Them.
0: Definitely, and I think that also just gives. It- then the opportunity to grow within that role and kind of add yeah. more value along the way as well and hopefully yeah. yeah. become that top tech talent and then you got to just work around retaining them right <laughs>
1: exactly yeah but but they, they, they'll feel part of the journey so if they've um have they started at the start and and you know, they, they've grown with the company over two three years they the yeah, other than the fact that they, they're comfortable now they would feel that that sense of you know oh, i help i help um you know build build Whatever it is, till this point now, but at the same time, we're also off-grown as well, and that's what you want. As me personally, that's what I want as an individual is to be able to grow, get better, learn. Um, you know, if I'm having that, if I'm getting that, that that sense of um, you know belonging, sense of sense of growing, sense of achievement, I'm gonna be wanting to stay rather than 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 go elsewhere.
2: Yeah. The 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 other I idea is. Um... Uh, and, and i'm actually going to be doing it in one of my my current projects so i've got like a junior grad that we bring in in a, in a very long running project and i've always got risks there of, of of churn so trying to link them up with one of the more senior developers within the within the group to then mentor them so that i get to a skill level where that senior developer can then sort of slowly taper off the project so we have just that that right of doing exactly the same things over and over again so so it gives a bit of a career path or or an idea where where people can go um both your top talent and for your for your junior sort sort of coming
0: in yeah that's great a good a good plan for everyone involved um and i think a good 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 way to end it for today on that nice note and some good tips for everyone Um, So I'd like to thank you both, David and Kian, for joining today. And I hope everyone listening enjoyed the, the chat on retaining top tech talent.